Okay, sorry I've been so absent. I've been uh, very busy. <laughs> I like to talk about DDO just about every day, just about all the time. I think about it a lot, like the game, kind of grew up on it. So it's on my mind, guys. I'm still reading the forums, and I appreciate everything that you guys uh, have contributed in my absence here the last few days. I say that because I'd like to get the podcast out every day, but realistically, that's probably not going to happen. When I started it, I thought once, maybe twice a week, and it just, I enjoy putting out content every day, especially when there's stuff to talk about, right? So if there's stuff to talk about, I want to talk about. So I also wanted to formulate my thoughts because there were some knee jerks I saw and some knee jerk posting, maybe some hot topic posting about the interview with Severlin and I didn't get a chance to watch it till a couple of days ago. So I didn't want to post or add anything without number one, hearing what the guy had to say and then digesting it, you know, and you know, letting my emotions kind of go through and then listening it again without getting upset because I kind of upset too about, I'm one of those guys as well that doesn't agree with wasting time on Reaper mode. You probably figured that out if you've listened to the podcast why am I not a fan of Reaper mode? Because Reaper mode is basically, I man, how do I say this? It's for chumps who think they're getting powerful, but they're not. They're, they're lying to you, okay? So if you like Reaper mode and you like being lied to, you're being lied to. Being Reaper in Reaper mode um, and getting Reaper points, this does not make you a good player. It does not make you quote unquote stronger. It's like an artificial bloat to the game because they can't balance it because of the things they've brought into the game to quote-unquote give it balance, namely MMRR, PRR, and melee power and range power. They brought these things into the game. They're way out of control. They don't know how to balance it. So instead of balancing it, they produce Reaper mode, which is quote-unquote a challenge for hardcore players or for players that are good at the game, right, or want to be good at the game. And that's just that's just a lie. Um, uh, Elite was getting easier, as I recall, before the introduction of Reaper mode. Um, my memory is is kind of spotty. I think that was uh, 2014 or 15 or 13. Uh, 2014, I want to say. I don't remember when it came out, but I do remember. Like Elite was pretty hard. Um, you couldn't get away with everything on Elite, but you could get away with a lot of things on Elite, and I think that's that was where, like, not the stick, it was, wasn't in a necessarily sweet spot, but melees were really powerful. Um, casters were really powerful, but then there was this, I think still back then, and feel free to post on the comments or in the, in the forums if you know a better history of this, but I think what happened was once they introduced Reaper mode, a few months after that, they redid caster power and DCs and stuff like that, and... So maybe a year or two after Reaper mode, they readdressed it so everybody could play a caster, you know, between R1 and R3, right? So they immediately started balancing the game around Reaper mode, which is something they said they wouldn't do and something that Reaper mode wasn't and something that Reaper mode, quite frankly, is not. You can't balance around Reaper mode because if you do, you negate the rest of the game. Like Elite becomes a joke. Why does Elite become a joke? Because everything's balanced for Reaper mode. That's why. So... Elite wasn't always that way. It used to be pretty tough. You could do a lot of things, but not everything. And then it was kind of challenging. 
Now, yeah, is Elite more of a joke? Uh-huh. Why? Because characters are balanced around Reaper mode and not around the game. So, and the game itself. And the reason why I think Reaper mode is bad for the game from my standpoint, and I've read some of the forum posts and I want to get into Maybe I'll just highlight them at the end of this rant. But essentially, I'd rather see more role-play mechanics added to the game and more fun stuff for players to build and create and explore rather than a system of straight vertical power even if that vertical power is say shared with newbies because then that defeats the purpose of gaining that said power <laughs> you know because it's just not the same as soloing a raid you know say two weeks after it comes out a month after it comes out that's not the same as doing a raid on r10 you know, five years later, okay? That's not, doesn't equate. So if you're soloing something, a raid, a month or two after it came out, three months after it came out on the highest difficulty, you're probably a pretty good player. But if you're doing it, you know, from five years ago and was it balanced for Reaper mode? Has it changed? Has Reaper mode changed a lot? Has the game changed a lot? So that's, that's where I think you get into this, this muddy water of, what is challenge and that's that's the difficulty because of the stat bloat because of uh read the reincarnation system you know that used to be a challenge okay when let's talk about that that when true reincarnation came out that was a challenge because in order to really reincarnate like say in three days from one to 20 when 20 was the cap you had to know your quests you had to know and it was tough. And it was like for the elite players, or let me say that, because that's stretching it a little at that point, Because mainly because I wasn't playing as hardcore then, but I was playing a lot and I was could do it in three days. And uh, I think two and a half was the fastest I ever did it back then. But three days was about average if you pushed it with a pot. And I, I'll be honest with you, that's that's because you know life in it. You know, you're, you're sitting down and no life in DDO. So, and that was the challenge. And then when it came to raid time and you, whatever raid you were doing, and I'm trying to think of the one with the rings there and the boots, you had to have the boots of anchoring, like, and you're like crushing stuff that other people were like, well, how is he doing it with that build? Right? Well, it's because I have past lives and um, I know life, the game for like three months to get them. <laughs> right. So that's why I'm doing that. And I'm having fun doing that. And I like that people are watching me you know, my character perform at a high level. I enjoy that. That makes me feel good. It makes me you know, feel even powerful, better when people clap me on the back and say, hey, thanks, right? So you don't always have to play that way. But let's be honest. It does feel good when someone compliments you in a way like that, right? So you can't really be complimented, I don't think, if you're running Reaper, past lives, Reaper trees. This is system is designed for you to trivialize it the system is designed to be trivialized with that exact intent and ddo when trs came out that was not really the case the challenge was you know well for us really i guess was how fast can you get some of these past lives to make it matter before they change shit up again but you know it really wasn't the challenge was that and the payoff the payoff was 
you didn't have to work so hard to solo that raid. You didn't have to work so hard to two-man that raid. You didn't have to work so hard to impress other gamers that you were playing with because you have these stats now backing you up. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a completely fun part of the game. And I've enjoyed that TR, the racial fast lives. I think those are fun. And I also think they're way out of control as far as how the frick do they balance them now, right? How do they balance that? And I say you can't. I say you can make some tweaks to the defensive systems in the game. Strimtom had a good suggestion that I saw. It was reiterated in one of the threads, and I don't remember which one. But Strimtom had a great idea about making AC and PRR1, and I'm going to talk about that briefly. That's a great idea, Strimtom. Here's the issue. Part of the issue is when people, when they added PRR, people were whining because, and I'm just saying it how it is, people were complaining, and by people I mean bad players, right, were, that's not fair, maybe the bad players is probably not the right word, but people who weren't playing other builds like AC Monks or Rogues or Rangers, people who weren't playing those were miffed and felt left out, so they cried and cried and said it was unrealistic. We need to do something. We have all these armor sets that aren't being used, right? And some developer read that comment and was like, well, that's that's exactly right. This isn't this is immersion breaking, right? This is what they said, right? Right before they add Reaper mode, mind you, right? It's immersion breaking. So instead of figuring out a better way to make AC work with heavier armors, and if you go back and listen to the Duskblade episode, we talk about a couple of feats, I'll name one, metal, that is designed for heavy and medium armors and it works similar to evasion right but there's none of these other options were explored we're just well let's you know what let's give these you know let's give whatever whoever's whining the loudest let's give them this because they want this so let's give all you know because all the barbarians that are wearing medium armor they shouldn't have to have evasion you shouldn't have to know the rules right because that's basically what it was they they didn't understand how some players were able to build really great builds and they wanted to make it easier for people to make really great builds. And I took issue with that when Severlin said, well, there's more slop. Because you know what that means when he says there's more slop? That means that the loot you acquire doesn't fucking matter. You know why? Because most of it's crap. That's what it means. You know? It means your build choices are crap. You have to make the right ones. Because we built into the system a fail-safe that you can't fuck it up, pardon my language, but you can't screw it up, right? Which is kind of BS, man. And that kind of kind of the fun of Dungeons & Dragons is getting into the rules, especially 3.5, which is heavily rule-based. So that being said, all that being said, is kind of the basis for why Reaper Mode is nothing like Dungeons & Dragons. It doesn't offer you anything, Dungeons & Dragons. Would it be more fun to have a wizard, right, go through a quest, he's going through a quest, and something pops up, he sees something out of the corner of his eye. You're playing the wizard, and you see something out of the corner of your eye. It's glinting. Maybe there's a, a pop-up that appears, maybe not, right? Maybe the pop-up warns you, maybe not. Maybe it says something like, cast fucking detect magic now, right? So you cast detect magic and lo and behold, now you see this, you know, 
much like how we have the rogues disabling the spell traps now you see spell traps maybe you see a set of runes for a puzzle that wasn't there maybe you see the answer to the puzzle and the rogues and everybody else has to you know fumble around to try to get this thing or hit this lever three times and reset it and figure out the right one but you the wizard the sorcerer you just cast detect magic or read runes and you now you can see this that's much better if you ask me that kind of stuff adding that stuff into the game is much better than adding reapers into the game you can always mess with players a little bit and they've already proven they have the technology with the hardcore by saying taking any quest and, and and allowing you to select a more randomized mode or a more personalized mode so mobs that are harder but maybe you have a, high, a lot higher chance of spawning an additional named mob or two or three and these named mobs they come with xp they come with chests but they're going to try to kill you right and they're not reapers right and they have certain buffs and they don't make all your buffs you know useless like they don't make your whole character useless which in a large you know you can disagree with you know whether you can charm them or blind them or dance them forever because i know reapers can some can be there's a workaround for some of them but the reality is they the mode literally is made for the quotes are the dm is trying to kill you and that that's not dnd maybe that can be fun sometimes in some portion of a quest i know there were there were some quests that that was kind of fun but when your, your whole mode is based on it and then you have a tree that trivializes that said mode is nothing to me that's you know they're trying to get people to buy you know you know Sybaris cakes when they when they're trying to solo a reaper mode reaper one you know the new guy is trying to solo a reaper one on his first life tune you know, by himself or a second life tune by himself, and now he's got to buy more Sybaris cakes. And fuck it, he's gonna buy ten. You know, that's what they're that's what they're doing. And he's gonna might as well get an XP pot while he's in there spending the money, right? And that's what they're doing, and that's not cool, man. Because there's other ways, and we've already talked about it. Well, I guess we haven't. You know, someone had the idea for languages. That we may have talked about it, but those kinds of things. The reason why that's a clever idea is because languages can be a feat selection that you can. Now someone has to eat up a feet slot to maybe get a second one or maybe two. I, I don't know how they would all work. There are other feats also that they could add that would help spread the power. So it's not always about killing the enemy fast or CCing the enemy fast. So you can open the next door to get to the end of the quest. Now, most quests might boil down to that. Well, let's be honest. Almost all the quests boil down to that. But you can still add some story into it because... The instances of these named mobs that are, we just spoke of, right? Say you go in and you select that core difficulty mode that we talked about last week. And you go in, you drop in, and you have no gear. You open, and the, there would be a chest in the that would spawn right there as you zone into the quest. You click on the chest. It'd have random loot for you. It would fill most of the slots of your gear. You'd be allowed to take in weapons, but not only weapons that you earned in the in a previous quest from that life. And nothing from a previous life right so now you've got this random roll stats thing kind of going on right and while you're building your build to do a certain thing now you've got to deal with this like kind of dungeons and dragons mechanic right where you've rolled for your stats well now you've rolled for this loot for this particular dungeon 
So you go in, you collect your loot. Maybe you guys move this groupie, you swap around. You're playing the quest. And maybe this guy shows up and he's, hey, he's got this secret door. You know, this the guy that you spawned that's a name mob has a secret door quest. And, you know, in this quest, you get to go underwater. You go here and there's an underwater dragon that you have to fight at the end of this one. And it's, you know, before you can get the XP and loot the chest at the end. And maybe that chest gives you an extra, you know, it gives you an item that you can carry into core difficulty, right? Something like that, right? So something, right? You can increase the difficulty with things in the game and with monster difficulty in the game. You just can't do it with the Reaper mode system because the Reaper mode system isn't designed for you to have have fun. It's designed for you to kill stuff from ranged. Okay, that's that's what it's designed for. And specifically with casters, that's that's what it's designed for. And I'm not saying you can't solo it with a melee. It hasn't been done because I'm, I'm sure I've seen the videos that it's been done. But that's not what it's really designed for, right? It's designed for someone to go up there and blow it up. So I, I just, as far as the Reaper mode, the reincarnation thing, I think the only... To me, I think the concern with it is there's a stat float in the game that's not being addressed. The defense mechanics are broken. They're not being addressed. And instead of addressing them and coming up with something that's more like Dungeons & Dragons, that brings us together more. And I, I, there's a little venom in my voice, and there shouldn't be. Well, maybe there should be. But I, what I think what I really want to get across is whatever mode they want to invest in, it should bring us together so we're fighting it together as players, not because they've stripped us of our abilities per se, meaning Reaper mode being fake. You carry all your gear with you. You carry all your equipment in with you. But what does it do? It takes away how much healing. It takes away how much AC do you need. You, know, you see what I'm saying? How much melee power do you need? You see what I mean? What are your DC tactics? It takes all this. It really just lowers it, really. Right? I mean, it doesn't, but it kind of does, right? Because it's making the bar higher, right? So it's making your stats less. The better way to do that, and there was a post about it, I think, is to introduce like a core difficulty, which would be more along the lines of a, of a core rule set, right? And And just take away the items. Like, you just can't bring any of your items in there. I mean the you just can't bring them in and then you have to rely on the trees your knowledge of the enhancement trees your knowledge of the game and its rules dungeons and dragons rules and that's what you're uh that's what you're left with and that's what you quest with and that i think is a lot more fun this is what makes hardcore fun this exact thing and hardcore will get less fun as the years go by because as the strategies to get the named loot disseminate through the more casual player, right? Because they will, oh, well, you go to, you know, Three Barrel Cove and farm this item. You just keep repeat just this one chest, right, till you get it. So once these, these strategies hit the mainstream and people start understanding, oh, I just need to get that one piece of loot. I can do that. I can do this quest on Elite three times, that quest two times. I got that level and now I'm over leveled for this zone. And now I can just get all this really powerful loot from this loot table. Sell some of it, use some of it, right? 
once that happens, hardcore will be less fun. It will, I promise you it will be less fun because people will be doing that. That's, there'll be a route that you run for hardcore because somebody's going to publish it on the forums or somebody already has on YouTube and I just haven't looked it up. But there will be a guide that will show you the best way to get all that power in hardcore. If there isn't already. And to me, that, that's okay. But that's going to ruin the fun of it. And the fun of it is we're all kind of back at zero, right? That's the fun of hardcore. So if you introduce a, a core difficulty mode like what was suggested, and it wasn't fully fleshed out, I'll give the guy credit. He did, uh, it's the same guy that did the dragon thing, the half dragon template. That was way more thought out. I think this was a knee jerk, you know, but at the same time, I think some of those things, those elements are there as you just try to pare it down to, you know, you and me and your friend and my friend, all of us together meet in the tavern and we go on this quest. And maybe it's difficult, maybe it's not. But we have a lot of fun doing it. And I think there are ways they can add things to the game that, that allow us to select to add things to the game. Like, however, you know, if you wanted to do in that one thread, you know, if you want to do the Hellhound hardcore mode in that quest, you could do it, right? And then maybe core just comes with a certain difficulty level and there are just random things that spawn in the game like that champion that you know you, if you can talk to him if you can figure out how to talk to him he can lead you to an underwater dragon in the quest that they've made and they've made that underwater dragon in say six different quests and this guy can only spawn in six different quests i'm just using that as an example but say that's the case he can only spawn in six different quests and you get to fight an underwater dragon or you just fight him or maybe he just runs away and you have to try to catch him right and his maybe his dcs are like really high right and you have to try to stop him like slow him down use grease you know maybe he's really susceptible to grease who knows right maybe he tells you that as he runs away i don't know but something like that to make it more fun and now you don't have grease prepared and it's okay because maybe you got a guy with a bow or a guy got scorching ray loaded he's max empowered and he's a fire sword right so but something you see what i'm saying something where it's a little bit more that's more fun than oh another reaper and Cast blind, cast irresistible dance. Blah, 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 blah. It's over. It's over. Or or we all died. We all died because one person failed their save and we all got fucking blown up. Or we didn't see the fear reaper that spawned 20 feet behind us until it was too late. You know, that's bullshit. Let's be honest. That's that's not that's not really fun. Maybe that could be fun sometimes if they just left it alone for now. But building something like we just talked about where you're exploring the quest again and you're hoping to run across something. And yeah, will some, somebody figure out the table for those things? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Because they can always add. With a system like that, with an encounter system that can randomly generate certain certain sequence of mobs, that can be randomized and added to. So it becomes more fun. You see? What, what, if, what if there was a quest one time and the guy's like, oh yeah, you... So just say this. So say the guy pops... You pass the speech check. You talk to him. He's going to complete the quest for you and let you guys go. Say you're like a third of the way through the quest and the rest of the quest is hard and nobody wants to do it. Say it's not a fun quest. All right, yeah. Sounds good. Ding, you get the XP. Get the XP. Everybody hits the recall button. But when you recall, you don't fucking recall it. You're trapped in a dungeon. 
Or maybe you do recall out, and instead of being trapped in a dungeon without anything, maybe you're in the harbor or in the marketplace, and then a dragon appears, right? And tries to kill you because this guy was working for a dragon and they're looking for you. And they're going to make a point to crush you because, you know, you're the hero and they're the dragon. And that's what dragons do. They kill heroes, right? So something like that. And then the game, then, then the quest finishes. That's way more fun and can be just as hard, but it's more fun. You know, and yeah, we'll look at old, hey, guys, we got the white dragon this time. Yeah, we'll look at old, oh, hey, why, yeah, well, when he says that phrase, you get the black dragon if he says that phrase. I've done this one a hundred times. It always pops on Epic. There's only two options on Epic because they haven't gotten to it yet. Will you hear stuff like that? Probably. If they introduced a system like that, probably. But it's still more fun than Reaper mode. It's it's still more fun. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about Acolyte of the Skin. They. I wanted to talk about the Ranger too. They made the Ranger medium armor. I think this is an interesting change. To me, it signals to me that they realize that the defensive system is broken and they don't know how to fix it. That's what that's what that's what I, that's the messaging I'm getting by giving the Ranger the medium armor, 25% competence bonus to their hit points or whatever it is, and then the, you only take 50% damage from traps, right? Because now your PRR and MMRRR, excuse me, will factor into those, you know, the damage you take from traps as well, which means that you might only take 30%, right? Or 20%, who knows? I, I'm just throwing numbers. But it tells you that it's broken, and it tells you that they broke evasion, <laughs> which is what they want to do. There are a lot of complainers about that too. So um, I don't know how I feel about that change. I, I just really think they need to take a good hard look at those defense systems and figure out a way to get the game more like here's the thing the game could be epic we all know this there are a ton of videos online that talk about ddo impressions and a lot of them will tell you that it's great it's like but it's scratching at something that's not there and they're not capitalizing on the scratch they're not capitalizing on the itch for the community which is give people more dungeons and dragons oh we really think it's cool that they have a narrator great what does reaper mode do to enhance that absolutely fucking nothing it does nothing to enhance that but adding languages well, what does draconic sound like well i don't know well that's interesting now i can't understand anything in this quest why is that hold on man let me cast the tech language. I can cast it on everybody. Boom. Right? So see? See, this is now, it just got more fun. Because it's more interactive. You're, you're experiencing it through your character's eyes. They're using the game systems to make you experience the game through your character, which makes it more fun. And the more stuff they can think of that puts you in your character's shoes, the better. In order to do that, there has to be some type of stat squish level squish that will be painful and not fun but i think a difficulty a core rule set difficulty that removes all your equipment and i think yeah i think the poster was right about hey man if you have uh 15 racial past life points great uh this mode's going to be easier for you maybe a, a lot easier maybe a wicked lot easier 
I don't care. And I kind of agree with him. I, I don't know if he says that, but I say that. I don't care. I don't care that it is, you know, because that's what the point of the past lives are. The point of the past lives is to help you trivialize difficult content. So if you don't want to trivialize difficult content, then come up with a build that's really cool and unique. And each level gets something significant until it flowers at, like, say, level 20 or 17. And play that build. But don't, don't degenerate the game into a console game because there there's a quote on here I'm going to take because it just sticks out of my head. Other games do it better. Other games have a Reaper mode type system and the game is just built around it. It's built around the system and it's better. So I think that's the, that's the difficulty is sometimes people who came to this game for Dungeons and Dragons get so wrapped up in DDO that they can't or because of their limited scope of experience with gaming in general, can't see that they've been fooled by Reaper mode and that they're much better off purchasing other games for that D&D experience. So let's go on to, let's go on to something else, man. <laughs> let's talk about uh, fiscally irresponsible. We kind of covered that. Reaper mode sucks. We kind of covered that. Acolyte of the skin. Uh, I thought this was going to be great when it uh, was first announced. I guess there's an issue with number one, the cooldown and the length of time you're in the demon form and then how powerful it is. And if anything, it's, I think, yeah, it should probably be more like the Skyrim werewolf. Like when the werewolf and the vampire were just released in Skyrim, the werewolf was way more powerful than the vampire. They've changed a lot of things, and we're not talking about modding because modding's great. But it was like the werewolf was just overtuned for most of the game. Like for most of the game, you got your dollar for dollar out of the werewolf um, transformation. It was great. Um, you can build into it like I played, uh, I got Skyrim on the Switch and I built into, uh, well, yeah, I went online on YouTube and I got a build for it, right? And it worked out really well. And I was able to complete the game totally with the werewolf on hard difficulty. I'm not sure if I was on Legendary or not. I think I was on vacation, actually. So I think it was on hard because I zipped right through it. But it was fun and I was able to do it. How does that, what does that mean for DDO? What that means is, that's that you should take a lesson from that because for werewolf was a lot of fun to play a lot of people it's got a ton of mods on 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 uh next nexus and um just think about that and, and to make it even more powerful and to integrate it into a more role play style as well so i would just take like a cue from that because you're looking at Let's be honest, Skyrim's like a version of D&D, right? It's a setting of D&D. And what the mods give you in that insight into is what players want. Because these guys have our players and they're like, this is cool. And then they make money off it sometimes, right? Tip your modders. <laughs> so that's kind, of, that's kind of what I'm talking about is that type of scenario. Like there's already stuff out there like 
The proof is in the pudding stuff. The pudding's already been proven. It's We're not making anything new with DDO. It's all been done. A lot of it's done better in Skyrim, but they can bring it into Eberron. They can bring it into Forgotten Realms. They, you know, Skyrim just can't do that. And you can play with your friends. And let's be honest, a grouping mechanic and stuff, that's a lot of fun. DDO is a lot of fun. It's a fun game. But there are games, if you're going to go with let's do Reaper mode, there are games with better hit detection, better move sets, better skill sets, and that are multiplayer. And I'm sure the one thing I haven't seen on the threads, there has been like some cancellations, and I'm going to cancel my subscription. I'm not making fun of anybody that's deciding to make that choice, but there hasn't been any, you know, hey, you should try, you know, Path of the, you know, Wrath of the Righteous or Celasta, right? Because there are groups you can join on Facebook where there's a guy who's a dungeon master and he builds the dungeon for Celasta and then talks you guys through it kind of. So th there are many different things you can do already that's already out there and already happening that DDO is just, they're just not aware of because they're just so, and right now I'm doing the, maybe when the horse has blinders on, right? I'm doing that motion with my hands because that's what the developers are doing. They have these blinders on and there's all this material out there that's already been proven. They just have to figure out, hey, that would be cool. How do we put that in DDO? Now, I think... Acolyte of the Skin has to be, uh, somebody said it best, overpowered. It has to be overpowered. And it can't last for 30 seconds. That was laughable. When I saw that it lasted for 30 seconds, I, I just couldn't believe somebody even thought that was going to be fun. It's got to be two minutes, man. And it's got to be, there should be no cooldown except you build up the resource. And you, sh you should probably be able to save a charge of it for a boss fight. Because you're going to neuter the warlock form. So you need to have access to that sometimes. Even if it's only for four minutes of a quest, you need to be able to uh, have access to it. Anyways, I'm going to um, end it here, guys. If if you've been waiting, I'm sorry. If you heard this, please say something on the DDO forums if, you, if you're so inclined. I'm, I'm always looking for feedback, guys, and I don't know. My name is Mr. Fantastic One on the DDO forums, so if you wanted to... Just say something to me uh, without without it being on the forums. I'm okay with that, too. Um, I still love DDO, and I'm going to keep playing it anyways. Unless, uh, well, I'm going to keep playing it. So, adventure on, guys. I'll see you in game.